Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia fishing report with Ethan Martin from Tail Tellers Fly Shop. How are you doing, Ethan? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? I'm just trying to stay out of trouble. Word on the street is the cicadas are gone. Yeah, in our neck of the woods. I know I've uh, talked to some people that said they're still kind of sporadic in other parts of Virginia, Um, but in our neck of the woods... They're pretty much that 17 year uh, cicada is over. So, which is, you know, expected. Um, I learned a hard lesson and <laughs> I uh, know a couple guys down there. And so gave them a call and they told me they could still hear them. And so uh, Matt, Miles, and I drove down there and we were uh, fishing a good bit. And, you know, and we were listening around. It's, well, really, as soon as we got a car. And, uh, yeah, we could hear them. We could hear like, two different cicadas <laughs> that was it so uh yeah it's it's pretty much over and then the other hard lesson learned there was we kind of had assumed that the fish had been feeding on those things for in five weeks so we figured that they would still be feeding on them even if cicadas weren't active and a uh, fun new fact is the fact that they do not i guess they get tired of them so <laughs> <laughs> yeah was, uh, we still caught you know fish but it was uh, not the day we were anticipating. It wasn't what it was like, you know, three weeks ago. So we got 17 more years, and then we can go at it again. <laughs> there you go. Well, I am, I applaud your optimism. Yeah, I try, you know. <laughs> so uh, so speaking of, I mean, it seems like just kind of watching uh, all the people that I watch kind of on social media in uh, Central and Southwestern Virginia, looks like the smallmouth bite is really turning on. What are you seeing? Yeah, that's the same thing here. Smallmouth bite was really picking up before um we got downpoured on and then now everything's kind of going back down so uh to normal levels main thing is just going to be water still a little bit murky um but the the bite's been really good this year i've been pleased the different times i've been out and then the reports i've been hearing from people same thing um and top water stuff has been working uh you know depending on the conditions and uh Bait fish bite's been really good, which I like that. That's uh, stripping streamers and uh, getting fish to chase them down and, and eat them up. So it's been good. Yeah, and in terms of kind of picking between that topwater bite and the streamer action, I, I'm assuming, right, when the water's up and it's a little bit murkier, it's a little bit harder to get them to take on top? Yeah, that's been what i found because, and of course, there's always instances where you can still try it because a lot of times the, the bigger smallmouth seem to move better in this murky water um and if you're in the right spot you can catch a big one on a popper um most of the time for me personally it's just a confidence thing i i like using the streamers when it's murky like that um but that's just a confidence thing it doesn't mean that you're not going to catch a big fish on the top yeah and i guess the water even when the water's up is usually going to be softer and clearer on the edges where you'd be throwing the poppers anyway yeah, and then, you know, some of the poppers that we throw, like the, the Chuck Craft style or the ones that actually have cork in them, um, they hit the water so hard that that fish is going to sense it when that thing hits down. Um, so they will still come up for it, but I wouldn't throw, like, an itsy-bitsy popper unless you're trying to catch bluegill. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And, I mean, looking at your weather over the next, I don't know, week to 10 days, because we're recording this on the 24th, looks like you're going to kind of have um, – you know, seasonable temperatures with kind of thunderstorms mixed in, but hopefully it'll kind of allow the fisheries to let the water kind of continue to drop and kind of clear out. Is that what you expect? 
Yeah, and it it should be really good. This the upcoming like if you look at the ten day forecast, I mean our trout fishing has been phenomenal uh, in the small streams, and because the water's nice and cold from the cold spot that we just had, and uh, with this huge shot of water, it's gonna should make smallmouth fishing really start to pick up too. Because you know, funny enough, some of the, the bass seem to still be in like a post spawn uh, or like I still we saw fish the other day um that were still guarding nests or at least thinking that they were so which is super late but um it's definitely the next two weeks are going to be a prime time for early summer fishing um so if somebody can get out that is the time to do it because it's not going to be stupid hot and the fishing should be good and you're going to have good enough water to float really well um so it's, I would take advantage. <laughs> yeah. Good advice. And got a question for Matthew for you about kind of where should you be fishing, uh, this time of the season to target the trophy smallmouth? Uh, if it's me, like if I had one spot on the river, of course fish can be anywhere. Um, but if I had one spot on the river, the places that I like are those big deep pools that are behind riffles. Um, that's where I found most of the, the bigger fish. Um, and so like what it looks like is basically you've got your section of riffles where you'll have a lot of, a lot of fish in them, um, good numbers, but the size might not always be there. And then a lot of times behind those, you'll have this pretty sizable pool. Um, and that's where I've caught the biggest fish of the year. Um, and it, it has been, you know, about this time of year that we catch, pretty big ones and uh, and when the water is up as well and kind of that off-colored hue that's a that's a good time to go there and then the other thing you know when the water is up as high as it is um sometimes those big fish especially once the sun hits it they'll go deep so in order to catch those bigger fish you've got a the same area but rather than throwing you know a popper you're throwing something that's going to get down deep when the sun's on it um so the uh the answer it's obviously going to be shifting um, as the day continues. And if it's an overcast day or if you've got a thousand CFS or if you've got 4,000 CFS, um, but that area behind the pools or the, the big calmer, slower water behind those riffles that are kind of churning up food and then sending it down the conveyor belt, that's going to be the places that I would focus on. Got it. And you mentioned er, a little bit earlier that the trout fishing is still good because you've been kind of unseasonably cool and you've had a decent amount of rain. I'm assuming the game is to go high, uh, fish dry droppers and maybe terrestrials. Is that, am I right there? Yeah. Yeah. I fish, um, pretty much terrestrials this time of year. Um, beetles, I mean, you can still throw a parachute at them and you're going to catch fish, but personally I, I get a little bit lazy with it and, uh, I'll throw bigger beetle patterns or, uh, pattern I like a lot, which is the 409, just because you can see it really easy and it floats the dropper really well. Um, so that's what I end up using a lot when I go up there. And then just like you said, go up high, fish the pools, and uh, just watch out for snakes. I mean, <laughs> I always say that as a, uh, you know, it depends on where you go, but there there can be certain streams that are more snaky than others. Uh, and especially when you're out boulder hopping from one rock to the next rock, uh, your uh, potential to run across the snake increases as everything gets warmer. But um, but the streams are doing great, so it is a uh, it's a good time to be fishing. Absolutely, and that's good snake advice. You know, you got to always kind of remember those game trails down to the waters, basically where all of our legless friends are going to sit, hoping for an easy meal. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's, what's funny is that you never hear people talk about that in terms of like in books or anything like that. Um, but you know, there've been a couple of times where, you know, I see a snake or, um, with somebody and that person sees a snake and it's like, yeah, you just keep going on with your day. Just don't, you know, jump over logs and then just make sure that when you do jump over logs or step over them, that you're paying attention to what's below them. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the cardinal rule there, right. Is don't put your hands and feet where you can't see what's on the other side and, uh, and make a little bit of noise and it all works out. Um, you know, folks, we love questions. Matthew, thanks for reaching out to us on Instagram. If you have a question for us on the articulate fly, if you'll send it to us, uh, any of our social media channels are fine. We usually get them on the Facebook page. If you'll send them to us there, if we use your question, I'll send you some articulate fly swag and you'll get into a drawing for some cool stuff from the shop at the end of the season. Uh, Ethan, before I let you hop, why don't you let folks know that, uh, everything's open, all your good normal hours are and where to find you. Yeah. So Virginia's in phase three now, um, as of July 1st. So we are open full hours and you can also find the, the majority, pretty much all of the products that we sell in the store. You can find online as well, which is telltellersva.com. And if you have a question about a product, again, the, pretty much everything in the shop is stuff that uh, myself or people that work for the shop actually use on a regular basis. So if you've got a question, uh, you can shoot it our way and, uh, I'd love to help anywhere I can. Well, that's great. Well, listen, folks, it's a really great time to get out and fish probably now until right, right around the 4th of July or so. So uh, do yourself a favor. Get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines.